Help me welcome back to the show eminent doctor, Kia Ellis. Thank you so much for being on with me again. Thanks for having me, CL. It's good to talk to you. Always a pleasure to talk to you as well, Kia. Dr. Ellis, let me uh, ask you this. When we talk about critical race theory and, and then the offshoot of diversity training, what is that? Most Americans don't have a clue. Talk to us, please. Well, my training is in clinical Christian counseling. And to be funny, when I hear critical race theory, I hear foolishness. But <laughs> what it actually is, is teaching people how to feel badly about themselves and how to continue in racism. If we're being honest, that's what it is. How to feel badly about yourself. Why is it important for someone to push that on someone? And why does that drive a profession like you have? Do people often suffer from these types of uh, abnormalities in their uh, in, in how they've been adjusted or how they've been programmed? Absolutely. We all need attention. We all need affection and approval and communication. And for a lot of people, they've been taught that the only way to do that is to take it in sort of an oppression mentality. And that's what critical race theory is about. It's about oppression, the oppressor, and the oppressed, as opposed to peers, people who are equal to one another and who communicate on the same level. Kia, when you talk about Christian counseling, uh, people uh, who may be believers, like you and I are unashamedly believers and call us upon the name of Jesus Christ, uh, folks, full disclosure. But there, there are people, I know I have listeners, who uh, uh, are not uh, as um, faithful or devout as you and I uh, try to be. We, we try to be. When, pe when they hear Christian counseling, they kind of think, why do Christians need counseling? Talk to us about, talk to that person, please, about who we are and that we're people too. <laughs> we are. That's exactly right. We're all dealing with the human condition. It's not that uh, being a Christian or being devout in our faith means that we aren't living in the same world that everyone else is. In fact, we know that the Bible says that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Things happen to all of us simply because we exist on this planet. So being a Christian doesn't keep us from having issues. It just means that we have an answer to the issues that we all face, and that's faith in Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Amen. Tell us how, if someone's inclined to get in touch with you before we go any further, how do they do that? How do they get in touch with you? Uh, they can reach me on my website. My website is theteachacademy.org. They can schedule time to uh, visit with me over the phone. We can set uh, sessions um, in person, just however they want to work it, but they can reach me on my website. Friends, uh, as you can tell, her voice is incredibly soothing. She has a soothing personality as well. Doc, when we uh, look at the temperature, when you look at the climate uh, on the streets of some of our uh, nation's city, what is that about? Is there some type of end game? If there's some kind of psychology going on, 
Speak to us about what you see. What is it? How do you see that? You know, you've heard the phrase, the blind leading the blind. I feel like that's a lot of what's happening. There's some really well-meaning people who are being led by not so well-meaning people. And they understand the power struggle. Um, There's a power struggle both in the physical and spiritually speaking where um, people want to be leaders and they want to be on top. And right now they found that racial division and socioeconomic division are some of the ways that they can get on top of one another. And so they're using it and people are being used as pawns. Is there then uh, uh, that that as you as you were alluding to, I, and then I want to pu- push it a little bit further. Then what people are failing to see is that there's a design between this wedge that uh, is supposedly being driven uh, between Americans. Because uh, Dr. Ellis, I want to I want to I want to say this, and and then I want you to respond. And if you possibly can, we may have to go into the next hour. If you can stay with me, I certainly love for you uh, to do it. But this wedge that's being driven between us, I went to uh, the Walmart, let's say, and I think it was the Walmart the other day, and then I went over, uh, there was no, I felt no racial tension there, uh, Keisha, I got to tell you that. I walked down the streets of my neighborhood, I, I feel no racial tension whatsoever, my neighbors are diverse. Uh, I go to, I don't know, the mechanic, whatever. I don't feel it, I go to the bank, whatever, I don't feel that when I'm talking to a banker or whoever, you know. But when I come home, Dr. Ellis, and I turn on the television, there it is, racial tension. It's not really, you know, we go to our, I go to my church, you know, Word of God ministries, you know, and and now I feel no racial tension there. And by the way, folks, I'm her parents are absolutely excellent people. She's from great stock. Uh, the Ellis Ellis family is a great family. But Keisha, talk to us about this. What is you know, that about? Talk it's to really funny to be told that your experience means nothing. It's all about what you should feel because I feel the same way as a black woman. I don't feel any sort of danger or tension or uh, any concern in for my safety or well-being. But if I share that with people, I get told, and usually by white people, that I am oppressed and that I am in danger and they're just, you know, killing us in the street. So it's, it's really funny and interesting to have your experience not be the uh, deciding factor on how you feel about things. It is absolutely true. Uh, your experience should be the validation. But for some reason, they think that they need to validate you and tell you how your experience should be and friends that is if there's not uh, some type of uh, mind control uh, going on there trying to make you think the way they want you to think I don't know what that is and you know what Keisha when you go to into into the college uh, classrooms uh, these days uh, you can't really express the way you truly think if you're conservative or Christian these days you might get shouted down where did that come from? How did that, that did that sneak up on us? Uh, was it, is it something that was brewing and we all of a sudden awake to this nightmare? What's happening with that? Oh, I think it's been brewing for a while, but I think it's very, very um, 
it's a very intentional situation. It's it's kind of twofold. So on the one hand, you have uh, people who don't look like you telling you how you should feel. So that's in itself oppression, using the oppressor to oppress through their their voice being more important. And then the second part is teaching that your experience should be one way or it's not valid. So if you tell a young black person that if they're not uh, speaking in a in Ebonics or in slang language or if they dress a certain way or live in a certain neighborhood, that that's not really the black experience, you're setting them up for failure either way. So they either have to fail into that system or they have to be, they have to fail out of that system and be called, you know, whitewashed or Uncle Tom or whatever it is. And especially if they maintain conservative values. It always seems to me, Dr. Kia Ellis is my guest. Dr. Kia Ellis is my guest here today. And it always seems to me, Kia, that there is someone wanting to profit off of that failure of that, that, that person they have made a victim of, politically, I'm talking about, politically. Uh, they, they, they wind up needing help desperately. Kia, what age groups do you work with? I actually work uh, mostly with adults, so people 18 and over. Um, in my ministry, we have a team, and we have team members who work with different ages, but mine are, are 18 and older. We understand that in a position of transitioning from childhood to adulthood, there are a lot of voices that, that these kids are hearing, and we want to be the voice of reason, the voice of truth. Um, and a voice of help. So I, I like to work with adults as they're transitioning, uh, maybe out of college and into the workforce, or you know, from singlehood to marriage, just different transition in, in adulthood. Yeah, yeah, and it's difficult these days. As you, as you said, there are so many voices out there now. Dr. Kia Ellis has been my guest. Kia, tell the folks, got one, we got about a minute left in the segment. Tell the folks one more time how they can get in touch with you. You can find me on my website, theteachacademy.org. Theteachacademy.org. Kia, Kia, Dr. Kia Ellis, it is always so good to be on with you. And I want to thank you again for being there with us here today. God bless you and God keep you. Keep fighting the good fight. We'll talk to you real soon. Thank you.